is up guys happy wednesday and welcome to the DD sports show um we got a couple sports topics to go over today we're gonna do some trivia and we're just gonna have a good time how are you doing david i'm doing just fine i um, want to give a quick shout out um you know uh, as you know the elections have been going on um over um yeah obviously yesterday into today with the uh, amount of mail-in votes but i'd like to give a shout out to uh coach tuberville from auburn i mean he is the senator of alabama um you know he was the coach at uh auburn from i think 98 to 2008 and uh you know long ways come since his uh, college football days no kidding what a uh change of pace for him i suppose <laughs> Those hey, those people in Alabama love their football. So you know, sure. um, he did spend the majority of his career with uh, with Auburn. So that you know, that kind of helps you, uh, especially run oh, for yeah. It's a little bit pad your resume a little bit. Um, you know, coach uh, coach Schuberville never never really uh, amounted to much as a coach. He did have one undefeated season where he got robbed out of the uh, college football playoff. Um, Going thirteen and zero and finished third in the uh, third in the NCAA. That was the year that uh, USC and Georgia also went undefeated. What a year that was, though. I mean, looking back on it, dude, those teams were stacked back. Yeah, ultimately, uh, they were the one that got snubbed, and they did win their bowl game and finished second overall. I mean. That was such a weird time when they, you know, that was, coach- that was also the year that the team from that, that all that team from the Pac 12 that nobody ever talks about went undefeated. You know who that is? No, I cannot say off the top of my head. <laughs> Utah 12 and 0 that year mm. as well. Texas, Texas, Texas had a shoe in for the, the, uh, uh, I believe that was the year that they, they lost. Their only loss was to Oklahoma, I, I believe. This is just a lot of craziness in 2004. That was back when, you know, they had the committee decide, like just the top two teams that went in. It was just, it was a, it's a weird circumstance to look back on and think how things have changed or how far I guess college football has come since those years. Yeah, it is. It is kind of crazy, but you know, it's I'm something. It's, it's something. Yeah, it's exactly. It's. Uh, it's got to be one of the most successful years in terms of undefeated seasons now because everybody, you know, plays one game where they're, you know, they're supposed to go undefeated and they blow it, blow it at, a, you know, at the end or some, something of and that at nature. Least, you know, it's better than self-proclaiming you're the national champions for going un, unbeaten in a season. Um, but, you know. That was, that, that, was ultimate, that was ultimately um, – that was the year that uh, that was the not that was not the year that was the year after um, Vince Young. Uh, that was the year after they they uh, won the. Oh, because I've been the two thousand. I thought that was oh six. Or that was this was the year before that I think maybe then, I don't know. Because that was was it oh six or oh eight was that Rose Bowl. Oh yeah, oh six. Yeah, so this was this is when he they beat Michigan um, in the Rose Bowl, and he proclaimed that Texas was back. I'll look at Texas. 
Sorry. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> they're in the Big 12, unfortunately, so they'll never really, uh, you know. Is there a chance we ever see Texas come out of the Big 12 and go to a different division, or do you think that it's just still set? I mean, they own the Longhorn Network, and the Big 12 is totally okay with them having the Longhorn Network, and until that ever comes to a bypass, there's no way that they'll leave. That's fair, but I don't. I don't think. I, I mean, I don't think it benefits them at all. I mean, it just doesn't. I mean, that was kind of like I never thought Mizzou would go from the Big Twelve to the SEC. I don't know why they actually did. Um, I mean, I think they were just fine playing Big Twelve teams. But you know, it is what it is at this point. Now let's talk about what some might call an interest. This game is going to be quite intriguing. Um, due to COVID hitting this Packers team actually pretty hard. Um, Jamal Williams will not be playing due to A.J. Dillon testing positive and those two being in close contact over the course of the week. So if Aaron Jones is out as well, they have two running backs on their roster. Dexter Williams and... Will... Now I can't see it on my screen. Just went black. But anyway, they have their four their four string running back and their practice squad running back maybe having to suit up for this game due to COVID hitting this offense. Now, according to the power index on ESPN, the San Francisco 49ers have a 20% increase over the match the matchup predictor, which means that more than likely. The 49ers may take this game due to it being played in San Francisco and the Packers potentially not having Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Jones as well. Yeah, it's one of those games where, you know, this power index has been going back and forth as more and more gets announced. And I do think that, unfortunately, the Packers did get hit with it um, at a pretty bad time, you know, with them – uh, coming off of a loss already, you know, morale was kind of down after, you know, Dalvin Cook ran all over him. Um, you know, the Bears lost last week, so that was a very po- – that was a positive going into this next week. So, I, I do think the 49ers, uh, you know, with even with Nick Mullins at the helm, I do think that they definitely um, should have the advantage here. Do I think that Aaron Rodgers, if he plays, will let them win? I doubt it if Aaron Rodgers is healthy – and he, I think he definitely has the uh, capability to win this game, um, especially because, you know, I mean, the 49ers are, have the injury bug. Um, so, they're, I mean, they also have a positive COVID test this week too. So, it's kind of a toss-up. We don't even know if this game will happen. Um, so, it's just something to look forward to. And, you know, we will be um, keeping you posted um, on our Facebook page on uh, the um, – availability of both teams yeah because both teams had to shut down their facilities yesterday and today so this potentially may um maybe push back till tuesday we i mean the way the nfl is doing their rescheduling of covid games it's just kind of weird um i don't want to say weird but it's just kind of out there like pushing it back to tuesday you know making short weeks even shorter doing schedules like in the blink of an eye and on the fly it's just you never know what you do not know what to expect out of this game come tomorrow so the most we can do is just take it hour by hour give you all some updates um 
hit the socials, take a look at it, and hopefully we play tomorrow because I'm anxious to see how this uh, these two overcome this adversity this week. Yeah, it should be a good game regardless uh, of who does play. Um, but with that being said, we, there's a few more uh, football topics that we, we uh, need to address. Um, big, you know, a couple of big stories in the NFL um, coming into this weekend. Um, Josh McCown is no longer getting paid to uh, sit on his butt. Um, he is uh, signed by the Houston Texans to be the backup. Um, he was, uh, as many of you know, I don't. We may have talked about it on here, but he was the practice squad quarterback who didn't practice. He just sat at home, and he was an emergency quarterback for the Eagles. Um, he is now um, on the Houston Texans, which is a lot closer to home for him because he lives in East Texas anyway. Um, Matthew Stafford is put on the COVID list. Um, he is eligible to play if he has a negative test all the way the rest of this week. He has to have it the rest of the week. Um, there is a total, oh, uh, there's, there's a total of 26 uh, positive tests that have come in, uh, 17 tests from personnel, nine from, uh, players or eight eight from players excuse me um so you know COVID is is becoming a thing um again um it is hitting some teams so it is very important that everybody does abide by the, the uh, protocols um in order for us to finish out the season that is just under halfway through yeah um and in other news Javon Wims uh, two game suspension will be upheld by the NFL for unsportsmanlike conduct due to literally throwing his hands um, and during his game on Sunday. Which did you watch the video? Oh, I mean, I watched it live. I watched the game. I saw, I saw the uh, punches thrown. Um, Didn't even I, I, flinch. I don't understand why people punch um, helmets. helmets. Um, I just don't understand it. It's one thing to give them a shot to the you know chin or something, but it is what it is. I mean, you might as well Andre Johnson if you're gonna if you're gonna get a suspension, you might as well rip his helmet off and just right. yeah, you might as well just Andre Johnson, Cortland Finnegan it. I mean, you might as well. In other Bears news, though, um, you know it hasn't really been an issue the last few weeks, but um, for those of you who have been following the Bears, you know the uh, story coming into this season was the quarterback controversy. Well, it seems that there is no longer a quarterback controversy as. Nick Foles has been, you know, the starter over the last few weeks, but now he has no backup as well. Um, as Mitchell Trubisky, he played one snap against the Saints and is reported that he injured his shoulder um, on a QB draw um, to the left side. And, uh, you know, it's kind of – it's just a real Bears thing to happen. Um, unfortunate. but It's unfortunate Bears. because, you know, uh, going into last season uh, – or last game, rather, there's a lot of people who are asking for Nick Foles to, you know, maybe uh, be on a little bit of a short leash um, as this defense has really been keeping them into games. And, uh, you know, with that being said uh, – Maybe my should have went to the Bears. I mean, just uh, have a plan. Have a, I mean, he's already, he's, he's, already, he's already got the jersey, right? Right. Um, but also in Bears news, we're just going to continue a trend here with the Bears. Uh, let's give a shout out and a happy birthday to Devin Hester. He is turning 30 
eight years old today. Yeah, he could still be playing. I think he could too. I mean, that man was quick. Mm. Probably one of the best returners of all time. Especially, especially you know, that was during the era where they didn't protect the returners as much as they do now. Mm. Where the you know the field goal or with the kickoffs moved up, everything. That's one of those guys that I don't think anybody will ever touch his his record, just because of the new rules and everything. Um, I mean, do you want to just finish out the Bears rules or the Bears uh, topics? Yeah, let's just do it. Okay. All right. All right. Well, well. <laughs> in big news, um, a lot of big, you know, veterans have been be- getting released after the trade deadline, uh, which is kind of surprising to me. I don't understand why this is the case. But Ted Ginn Jr. is no longer a Chicago Bear. He was uh, released today. Um, you know, he has only played. He only played sixty-two uh, snaps and caught three passes. Um, you know, he has been in the league for fourteen years, so unfortunately for him uh looks like his time is is running out um on his career well i think that's what we got for uh, bears news but now i want to take it over to the nfc east because we got a couple headlines coming out of that division right now um golden tate was not at practice today he is visibly frustrated about how he is being implemented and used in that offense and Monday was no different from the past couple of games where he got one target, I believe. And especially against, you know, a not really good receiving core for this team. But do you think he should have a bigger impact with Danny Dimes? Or do you think it's just because they don't have chemistry the way uh, Darius Slayton and Daniel Jones have like compared to? I mean, <laughs> this is one of the guys, you know, I, I've, I preached about it before that somebody should have made a move for Golden Tate. He's visibly upset with his role um, on the Giants. He's a really good receiver. Um, he could have made any team better. Um, you know, there's a lot of teams who could have really bolstered their receiving core with him. Um, especially like this Bears team that needed needs a second option. Obviously, they released Ted Ginn, so I think he would have fit in that number two slot, um, you know. And then wouldn't have put so much pressure on Anthony Miller and Darnell Mooney. Um, I think that he could have went to the Colts. Um, you know, after Ty, you don't really have a big name receiver um, that really has stepped up this year um, in regards to the passing game. And I, you know, it's just one of those things uh, with. Uh, veteran guys who are used to, you know, I mean, this he's coming from the Lions where he was the number two receiver behind Marvin Jones um, before, you know, um, Kenny Galladay really developed. And um, I mean, for his whole career, and then he also he was with the Seahawks, I believe, correct? Mm-hmm, correct. He started with the Seahawks. So, I mean, you have two really good receivers that have um, really ultimately, um, you know, carried him through his career. Um, they obviously had the one year, I think he had the one year with Philly, uh, but I don't think he did a whole lot. I think he had like 30 receptions, but, um, other than that, I mean, he has had good quarterback play regardless. Um, so with that being said, I think it's just time to, you know, put out, you know, I know obviously it's too late to get a trade now, but it's also, you know, you got to earn this, this, this next playing spot at this point. I mean, and if you if you look at his his stats over the course of his career, he started in 2010. Um, he has three years 
of over a thousand rushing yards and only one season with more than five touchdowns. So what you're getting out of him is not a number one type, number one-esque receiver. You're getting a number two or a slot receiver out of him, which could fit very well in some of these high-powered offenses that already have that number one, maybe number two kind of guy, but just someone to fill the void. So when the defense starts, you know, manning up on the outside, you kind of can fit him in the middle and get him, you know, five, ten-yard gains at a time when he needs to be used. I, yeah, and, you know, he is um, – he did definitely peak with the D- Detroit, and uh, unfortunately injuries have kind of ridiculed his uh, his last three seasons, um, his last season with Detroit, the one with Philly, and then with the Giants as well. Um, but, you know, if somebody should have picked him up. Um, ultimately, that's it's too late now at this point. Um, but it is going to be interesting to see how this develops and how this affects everything. Um, moving forward. Exactly. But, okay. So, staying in the NFC East, you know how we played this game, uh, who's that quarterback for uh, San Francisco? Mm-hmm. Well, now it, this applies to the Cowboys because Ben DiNucci is no longer the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Mike McCarthy has decided to go with either Garrett Gilbert or Cooper Rush against the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday? I, I don't think it matters who you put at quarterback. Uh, There's, they're not going to win this game. Uh, I do believe it'll probably be Cooper Rush, who has had experience in Dallas. Um, I do think it will be him who favors the getting the start. Um, Gary Gilbert, obviously, you know, former Texas guy. Um, so I do hope, hope for the best for him, but I do think that it'll probably be Cooper Rush. Um, but I think at this point, um, a lot of the experts are saying, and I agree with them, you know, reading up on it. I think it's time to take a step back. You don't have Dak. Get some of these young guys playing time. Make sure that your guys who are under contract don't get hurt. And play and for next year. Play for next year. Yep. Because they have think- the opportunity to get a top five draft pick out of this season. While I do think they still have a chance to win this division with how crappy it is, I don't think that they'll do anything in the playoffs regardless. So I think at that point they're just hurting their, you know, s- s- like stock at that point. Um, but right now you're looking ahead. I just it just needs to be it needs to be the, the tank job needs to start. Um, starting with this weekend, you know, obviously it's not gonna you don't have to tank against the Steelers. The Steelers are gonna beat you. Um, but looking ahead, and we have seen we have seen weirder things happen. In- I know. Looking ahead, there's only two games that are probably slated. Uh, to win would be like the Washington game and the Giants again, um, but it, I think it's next. Is it? It's time for next year. Um, that's just my yeah, opinion, I though. I agree with. I agree with that. And um, now let's talk about what everybody's talking about. AB. Um, in an interview, he says he is grateful to be back in football. Now, do we think he has any relevancy, like, right out of the gate, or do we think he's going to take a couple weeks to develop in this new offense? Oh, no. He is instantly going to make an impact. Um, I'm going to tell you this right now. This Tampa team is going to be a completely different offense. Um, you know, they can't they can't double cover Mike Evans um, because Antonio Brown's going to beat them. Um, and if they try to double cover them both, you have, you know, Scotty Miller coming across the middle. You have 
Gronk coming across the middle. You have Chris Godwin as well, like mm-hmm. who people you know really for, honestly forget about. Um, so I do think that it's going to be a revamped offense, um, okay. regardless of how close the game was against the Giants. I do think they overlooked them and they were really preparing for the Saints. Um, so I do think Antonio Brown is going to instantly make an impact like he did on the on the Patriots whenever he came back and had that good game against the Dolphins before ultimately getting resuspended. So we will see how this plays out. I mean, yeah, ultimately it's uh, it's one of those things where it could go either way. Um, he could, you know, be like babied into the offense, or you know, knowing Tom Brady, he's in win now mode, so he's probably going to get him involved immediately uh yes um and in just other news just real quick i'd like to mention about trevor bauer currently he rejected the reds tender to bring him back but he decided that he wants to test free agency but is willing to return so do you think he's trying to get more money out of him or do you think he wants to see where if another contender is open to bringing them bringing him in? So I do think that this involves um, I do think this involves just the amount of people who are in free agency. This is a very big option. Um, there was uh, over forty options for team options that were all declined for um, stars or for stars that have been in the league for a while. Charlie Morton, Colton Wong, Chris Archer, Adam Eaton, Brett Gardner, John Lester, Corey Kluber, Mitch Moreland, just to, to name a few. Um, but I do think that it has to do with the amount of you know people in free agency. Um, you know, I think if Trevor Bauer gets offered five million less to go to a team who's really really ready to go i think that he would be willing to sign or if a if a contender gives him a one-year option for a huge amount of money i think he would be happy to take it um to go get a ring and mm-hmm. i mean you think about it he's he's never he never injured um he's a 30 year old coming off literally one of his best seasons um in, in recent history um I don't know. I don't think. I don't think that he's going going to go back to the Reds. Unfortunately for all those Red fans out there, I do think he's going to go to a bigger market team. Um, possibly, you know, the big favorite is to the Mets, who have a big payroll available for him. Uh, I don't. I don't think that he uh, will, but we'll just have to see. I think he goes to one of these. Um, playoff teams from the from this last year that were close but just need to get over the hump um but that's just my opinion okay and i would like to i would like to retract what i said yesterday um i may have slipped up on my names um i completely switched sonny gray and garrett cole um due to me basically forgetting that sonny gray was a red last year um, so when I mentioned him for potentially being a Cy Young in the AL, I totally meant to say Garrett Cole. And what, the more I thought about it, and I went back and I listened to it because I, I wanted to double check to see if I did it. And sure enough, I talked about Sonny Gary being an AL Cy Young contender, which obviously cannot happen. Well, you know, I didn't want to completely, uh, you know, 
dog you for that one, um, which is why I, you know, followed that up with not even including him in my list. Um, but it is something that rewatching it, I did notice when uh, we were going through AL, and I thought maybe he got traded towards the end of the season, but I did know that he started the season as a red. So <laughs> I did. I, I it happens com- to the best of us. Yeah. It does. And I was thinking about it, and I go, "Crap! I totally messed that one up because I forgot the trade. I forgot about the trade." And so, yes, on the air, I'd like to retract my statement yesterday regarding Sonny Gray in the AL Cy Young. So figured we, I'd get it over with. Um, so we can move on with that. But we got any other news for the day? No, um, we will be uh, talking about, um, you know, how the offseason all works out. Um, it's it's just going to be fun to watch. There's a lot of big names, um, a lot of guys who've had uh, storied careers that will be uh, coming to – a uh, pass um, and we'll see where they go with uh, their careers. You know, a lot of these guys spent all of their career, most of their career with one team. Um, so it will be fun to watch and see where they go and if they can make a name for themselves somewhere else. And we are definitely going to keep you guys updated as much as when we find out information, we'll either put it on the socials, maybe kind of clip a tweet or something. And, but we will definitely be mentioning these up to date as we go on the air regarding signings in all of our so nhl nfl mlb nfl when it season's over but nba we're going to keep you guys all up to date on free agent signings and possibilities for landing spots for these stars but moving on how about we play some trivia of our own you know oh yeah absolutely i think it's another time for our random trivia um the the online kind this isn't the head-to-head that's still uh will be scheduled for tomorrow but it'll be fun to uh this one's just kind of just to see what we know and yeah these have a lot more random questions uh we get to you know we obviously pick most of the categories for the other one um so this one's just useful sports trivia that who knows but all right so we're starting on page three today due to the fact that we did one and two the last time we decided to do this so Question number 21, if we're going numerically. What sport did Edson Orantes de Nascimento play professionally? I'll let you go first. I honestly have no clue. This sounds like a soccer name, so I'm going to go soccer. I think that I do think that this is a trick question, and I think that this is a baseball player. All right. So, soccer. Oh, he's, oh, oh. he's better known as Pele. I did. I, I had no idea. Yeah, no, I did not know that. Oh, All right. Well. All right. One nothing. All right. What college football position receives the Jim Thorpe Award? You first. Wide receiver. Yes, wide receiver. No. Oh, oh, it's linebacker then, isn't it? Is it linebacker? Or it's D back. I thought he was I thought it was a wide receiver. Oh. Well, sorry, Jim Thorpe. My apologies. All right. So we both got that one wrong. Who was drafted in the seventh round of the nineteen seventy seven NBA draft? 
Um, I feel like this should be obvious, but it's not. So I'm going to go Tony Dorsett, because I don't think it was Larry Bird, was it? Um, no, I, do, I think that this is Lee Trevino, but I, if Tony Dorsett would be my other option, but I'm trying to guess differently so I can catch up. That's fair. Oh, it's Bruce. Bruce Jenner not playing basketball since high school was drafted by the Kansas City Kings because he won the decathlon in 1976. The more you know. All right, two nothing. Wow. Okay. Who did this Philadelphia 76ers draft with the last pick of the 1983 NBA draft? I really I really just <laughs> want to pick this answer just because that has to be it. I feel like like I just Oh my goodness! Uh, is this me? I guess this I guess, I'm gonna go 49 year old pharmacist. I just I'm gonna go Dominique Wilkins because why not? So okay, Norman Horvitz out of the Philadelphia College of Pharmacy. I'm throwing they, my lead. They are poker buddies. Funny, that's iconic, right? <laughs> But who was Cleve- the Cleveland Indians catcher Harry Chidi? I apologize if I mispronounced that. Traded for in 1962. Bro, I'm going with himself. I okay. So this, if I remember this correctly, I do believe it was a three-team trade in 1962, and I think it, basically he went to a team who traded him to a team who traded him back for a team who basically just swapped draft picks. I'm going with himself. Yeah, for a real. player to yeah, and uh, yeah, so it was for or oh, that's right, it was for a player to. But after 15 terrible games, he became that player. <laughs> yeah, and was shipped back to the team. So yeah, he didn't oh, pan out. He never played another major league game. Wow, brutal. So, so it is two to one, three to one, or three to two, three to two, three to two. Yeah, you got uh, you have you got the first two right, correct? No, yeah, oh, what you got one right? It's two two. I got one right, so it's one to one, and two two. Okay, that is two two. All right, cool. All right, how many knobs, switches, and buttons does a Formula One steering wheel have? Hmm. Is this me or you? That would be you. Twenty-five. I'm gonna go fifteen. Always go for the biggest number, I guess. Why the modern F1 might have more than 35. Wow. Okay. All right. Question number 27. What is NFL running back Dick Plasman's claim to fame? <laughs> what a good name. Um, what a what a whatever whichever one of these it is what a great claim to fame i mean come only on. only running back to play barefoot i just have this gut feeling that's my guess i'm gonna go first player ever drafted oh we're both wrong last player to play without a helmet yeah, yeah it was between the bottom two uh he was he played in the nfl oh, championship yeah. game before the league mandated helmets well there you go 
All right. Well, this one Dick, should be pretty Dick's obvious. Probably for, Dick's probably the last guy to like have CTE immediately after playing. Like, you know, it didn't affect him like five years down the road. It's just immediately because he's taking all these hits to the head. Right. Uh, question 28, and this one should be pretty easy. What manager led the Boston Red Sox to their first championship in 86 years? Terry Francona. Well, that would be Dick Williams. No, Terry Francona. <laughs> yeah. And do we all know who they beat in 2004? Because I sure do. Uh, I know that they beat in 2004 and eight, but yeah. Mm, we don't talk about that, but. All right. What boxer famously said that he should be a postage stamp because that's the only way he'd ever get licked? What? God, that sounds like such a Mike Tyson thing to say, but I'm going to go. No- I'm going to. I'm going to go Oscar De La Hoya. There's no R, so Mike Tyson wouldn't say it. Oh, yeah. You... <laughs> uh, I'm going Joe Frazier. Muhammad. Uh... He also said, I'm so mean, I make medicine sick. I didn't oh. realize that he was such a colorful guy. Interesting. Um, so that, what is it? Three, four to three? Is it three to three? I don't remember if we, it's 3 3. 3 3. Yeah, because I haven't got we tied. Yeah, we all, yeah. All right. Who was the first rookie quarterback to surpass 3,500 passing yards and throw fewer than five interceptions? This would be you, Dak Prescott. Uh, it's probably Dak. I'll go Dak. So wait a minute. What? Oh, okay. Tom Brady wasn't a rookie when he did that. Yeah. Well, he also didn't play a full season. Um, not a complete like a. I mean, he didn't start the the game they uh, he right, got right. thrown into, so that he wouldn't have his rookie. So it is four to four currently. Moving on to the second page. To the double round. This is where the separate the men from the boys. All right. What boxer holds the record for youngest professional debut? I believe this is a you. All right. I think those first two, while their names do sound like they would be young, I just have this gut feeling that they're trying to trick us. I'm going to go Teddy Baldock. I'm going Kid Laredo. <sighs> of course, it would be the baby one. It would be the baby one. You know, it's just, I thought it was too obvious. He, he's, wait. 10. Oh, okay. my God. Something doesn't sound right here. All right. Well, uh, I guess he fought another, like, what, 11-year-old? Um, I he had to have because yeah, he ain't was no 10. No way he fought a 21-plus-year-old. All right, whatever. All right. So still 4-4. What yachting race was called the 100? Oh, God, I cannot pr- – I always pronounce this wrong. The 100 Guinea Cup until a team – Guinea. Guinea. Yeah, it's like a guinea guinea pig. Yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Huh. That's how you. I learned being... something new today. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I feel I feel dumb. What yachting race was called the Hundred Guinea Cup until a team from the U.S. won the race in 1951? 1851, Mister Dyslexic. Um, this would be. Oh, this is you actually. I I guessed uh, Teddy. The Admiral's Cup. 
Yeah, I'm going to follow you on that one. It, 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 oh, actually. It can't be. Oh. Until the U.S. team yep, won. Never I just, mind. Uh, I'm going to yeah, go America's. I messed, I messed I'm glad that you said that. I'm going to go America's Cup. Because we, we knew that it was a, bo- a boat race. Because if you watched last week's trivia, America's Cup, we knew it was boat racing. And he even got that question right for boat racing. But I, I just read the U.S. team won in 1851. So they couldn't probably name it America's Cup because they didn't win. And then they finally won it. So I didn't realize that they, the, this uh, question was leading into the race was being changed. Which really threw me off. Of course. So it is. Six oh, stores. actually, if you look at like look, uh, you know, the history that shows it says that it was uh, the schooner na- was named America, and they won, and they donated the trophy to the yacht club, and it was um, it the America's Cup race was born. So interesting. Well, this is very. This is this game is not over by any means. Oh, but six six. To it four. is six to four. You, what golfer termed? coined the term caddy walter hagen i'm gonna go young tom moores of course you know it the obvious answer i have never not guessed all day and this is what i get for it i miss these questions because i'm like it wouldn't be mary queen of scots it wouldn't be a queen of course it is yes oh that's cool during her reign, the famous golf course at St. Andrews was built. She, a... It was a shortened term for assistant cadets. So they said, just say caddy. Hmm. Fair enough. All right. What was the first sport televised in the U.S.? Oh, man, I... I, uh, I want to say baseball. I, that's what I'm saying. But knowing us, it's going to be golf. But I'm gonna stick to it. I'm baseball. going baseball. I'm going baseball too. Yeah. Okay. We're good. Yeah. I thought it was a uh, it was a college. Princeton game. and Columbia. Yeah. Nope. I thought so that was good. Six to eight. Rugby. What's oh? Okay. I'm gonna have to read the question, sir. Chill. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. For the people for, who are watching on for, video. For for the Spotify guys. Here you go. Right. What sport has a hooker in a scrub? Yeah, it's the rugby. It's the rugby. guy who, yeah, flips it out. He's the first guy to touch it, I think. Yeah, because there's the one in the middle, and then everyone, like, the, It's the middle guy. On. The middle yeah. guy, who, yeah. Yep. Okay. Question 36. Who was the only college football player to win the Heisman Trophy twice? Ooh, I like That's... that you get to go first. Well, there's two possible answers, but I'm going with O.J. Simpson. Wrong. It's Archie Griffin. Is it? Yes. Yep, he's the greatest football player. Or one of the, he's uh was in the Big Ten actually. Ohio State. I did not know that. Um, so it is now six to ten. Okay, I was reading. Sorry. Question no. thirty-seven: Who was the first golfer to win more than a million dollars in official earnings in a single year? I believe this is a you. I'm gonna go Arnold Palmer. I I I, I think oh, it was Jack Nicholas. Oh, I, I I know who it is. I I I didn't read the all of the options. I read I completely glanced over Curtis Strange. Yeah, cuz he was like 
oddly good for like four years and then he fell off the face of the earth. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Six to ten still. What professional sports league's MVP trophy is called the Podoloff Cup? I'm glad this is yours. MLS? I don't even... I'm going MLS. I'm going to go the BWBL. I don't know what it is, but I don't I just know what it this... is either. Podoloff does sound like a soccer name, though. You're joking. Established the Podoloff Cup is the most valuable player award. And, and since 1981, however, it's been based off of a poll of professional. They call it the Podoloff? Well, no wonder they just said the MVP. <laughs> What the heck? I did oh. not know that. Interesting. Okay. It was. A, it wasn't even a player. Like it was a, the commissioner. Oh my gosh. Okay. Now, question Oof. thirty-nine. What sport is most common cause of eye injuries in the U.S.? Uh, well, there's only three did they classify, options. Did I don't they think classify fo- football. I mean, darts football, is a sport. Apparently, um, I'm gonna go fencing. I have this gut feeling that there's a lot of like. You know, poking to the. But don't like, they have the masks? They like do the have pole? the mask, but I think they they still can go through. I'm gonna go. I'm going darts because just just because. Baseball. Ninety percent of them are caused by baseball. Believe it or not, I've had one eye injury in my life, and it was due to golf. Fun fact. My dad also had a accident with golf too it's just golf is not our family sport what speed skater was the first american woman to win five gold medals in olympic competition believe it or not i think i actually know this one and i and the reason why is because i I was just i was on whenever we were talking about the olympics last time i looked up random olympic facts and i think i know who this is i think this is mary lou retton you do know who Mary Lou Retton is, right? <laughs> I, I, you already guessed it. I do think that this is Anne Henning. I, I think. I don't know for a fact. Oh, uh, well, okay. I don't, didn't, I, I don't know. What did Anne Henning do? I have to look this up now because we're done. Um, just for those who are uh, curious. But you do know who Mary Lou Retton is, right? Now I do. I, I, it blanked me for a second. Oh, of course. Who These is are it? the ones I do know. Who is it? Isn't Mary Lou Retton the soccer player? Oh my goodness! Are you serious? No, she's the she's the gymnastics. <laughs> Which I pay attention to the Olympics. Oh my goodness gracious! That is hilarious. Nineteen eighty four Summer Olympics. She won a gold medal in the all around competition. Oh, she's from West Virginia. Why is she famous though? I don't know at this point. At this point, we're going to meme on me all day, so that's okay. I do it for the content. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to paint a picture for you, okay? Paint that picture. Bob Ross that. Sorry. Bob Ross is legendary. Did you know she's worth $8 million? Really? Oh, she was the first gymnast American woman to win an individual Olympic gold medal. Yeah, I was just getting ready to tell you that, but you 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 looked it up. So, 
but yes anyway uh mary lou retton is that i oh i forgot what the name of the person i was gonna look up already uh and Anna Henny. yeah okay i i know See, I, I can help her. you with that i just can't remember things well what was the question do you have that pulled up still mm-hmm what speed skater was the first American woman to win five gold medals in Olympic competition? Mm, Anne Henning uh, started in short track speed skating. She won the silver. Uh, she at the at the Olympics. She she has set the fastest time and new Olympic record. Um, I I guess I don't know. I mean, she won a gold a bronze and a silver so i mean uh, yeah i don't know i guess i saw her name pop up with speed skating and just assumed it was her but okay well i apologize to speed skating fans out there for letting you down but another dub Bro, i want some curling questions this is, this is about to roll into tomorrow when uh you know uh. Uh, tomorrow's head-to-head will be live on facebook so that is a little bit of a change-up that we're doing um it's I don't just even a lot easier. What my categories it's, a, it's a lot easier to just upload it to that um, instead of putting it on YouTube. Um, so it'll be easier for you guys to watch, and you know we can play along as we do it live tomorrow. Um, but with that being said, we're gonna wrap it up. Um, enjoy the rest of your um, Wednesday. Um, hopefully, we should be getting election results in here shortly. And, uh, not till uh, Friday. Well, 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 they should have a good knowledge, they said, uh, by tonight. But it will, the official results are probably but not going to come right out. Now, as of right now, it is Joe Biden has 264. Donald Trump has 214. That is also the unofficial results. Um, cause well, these are some, all going to be unofficial. I know, know what I'm saying is a lot of these states are going to have to recount because, you know, it doesn't matter who wins. They're going to demand a recount anyway It's because it's going to be close and – with that being said, though, you know, politics aside, um, yeah, I, have, a, have a wonderful Wednesday. Right, let's we will catch you this. tomorrow. Anything else? Nope, I think we're good. Um, tomorrow will be interesting, to say the least. So I'm going to give it my all, maybe. We'll see. Go Packers. Let's go hear Packers. Me say that you only hear me say that very often, but I don't like the 49ers, so go Packers. And you heard it here first. And make sure we soundbite that, guys, for the producers. I would like to, to keep that so I can play it back every now and then. Yeah, because, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to win, and then I'm going to just, you know, um, then I'm going to get to rub it in your face, even though, you know, he he might not even play. So we'll see. Anyway, just yeah, see how this game plays. I'll, I'll clip it, and I'll send it to you. So you All right. That sounds – I'm going to put it on my soundboard for later. <laughs> All right. Well, All peace, right. guys. See ya.